<clears throat> Hello, everybody. Hope all of you are doing well. This is Coach Bala here coming to you with yet another uh, uh, episode of uh, Podcast with Runners. This is season eight. And as always, I'm flanked with three of my good friends, um, uh, mentees. They have been with me last season and we have done together some amazing stuff last season. And I can't wait to unravel what we did together last season with these three fine gentlemen and uh, you know, understand their story, who they are, learn from them. And uh, what is interesting is we are doing the same this season as well. Exactly the same, probably two times better now. So um, very excited guys to kickstart this podcast. So let me introduce them. Uh, let's just go down one by one and let's, uh, why don't I give them a chance to introduce themselves. Let's start with guest one, please go ahead. Thank you, Bala, glad to be here. Um, Suraj Ravindran, um, I was born and, bar, uh, born and raised uh, in Bangalore. I did my schooling uh, in Bangalore and my engineering as well. I studied at uh, um, the MS Ramaya Institute of Technology for my mechanical engineering. Um, then I came here uh, on work um, to the USA in 2001, live in New Jersey with my beautiful wife, Anita, and two kids, Priti and Dia. They're uh, nine and 12 years old. They're into figure skating. So that's some sports background. And I'm here in Boston for the nationals as well. Wow, uh, congratulations. Who is the, what's the name of the, the kid who is doing this? Uh, both, both my daughters are into figure uh, skating. So my elder one, Priti, Priti Kailas, she she qualified for the U.S. Nationals in terms of competing, and the top six from the Northeast get selected into this, and uh, she qualified. And so we are here for that. My younger one, she is into figure skating as well, but this is an experience for us, uh, and she's competing as well. Oh my God! On behalf of all of us. Please tell your uh, little one a huge, huge good luck and uh, congratulations first. Getting into nationals is not a joke. And uh, figure skating, guys, boys, it's like, a, seems like a beginning of a Venus and Serena Williams story here, buddy. Um, very, very oh, nice. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait to hear more uh, exciting and maybe host this athlete in our podcast once he finishes a national, she finishes a nationals. Um, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Congrats. Sure, thank you. And just to wrap it up, uh, uh, I mean, uh, I work at Warner, Warner Brothers Discovery as a senior director, uh, director in the IT field. Um, and that's that's all about me. That's thank awesome. you. Had any athletic background in your uh, in your uh, life history till now? I mean, uh, no athletic career at all, absolutely. But I've been always active. That's the only background that I have. Got it. And I think you told you uh, you did a little bit of yoga as well, isn't yes. it? Yes. Uh, I've been into yoga for um, for the past few years. I mean, from the seven uh, from past seven years, I have not uh, missed a day of yoga. Uh, a one hour of practice every day. Um, that's the routine, and it's inbuilt within me for now. Beautiful, Coach Mo. May I take a note of this, buddy? So you have one more person who is uh, there. Are a lot of uh, yoga exponents in our group. You know, I know there are multi, at least three yoga instructors in our group. Um, wow. like who've been like you, like very serious, but also teaching others in a sort of unofficial fashion. So it's always good to have a small yoga group, it looks like. Awesome. Thank you, Suraj. Uh, thanks for the introduction. Welcome. And uh, let's invite the next guest. Please go ahead. Hi, Bala. Hi, Hi everyone. This is uh, Sridhar Mysore. Um, so as my last name suggests, uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it shouldn't be too much of a wild guess there. Uh, so I was born and brought up in Mysore. Um, I did my schooling uh, and all the way through college education in Mysore. Uh, I went to school called SJ College of Engineering in, in Mysore. Um, so after that, I basically kind of you know, stayed back in India for uh, probably a year, year and a half, but uh, I kind of did a small gig you know, for you know one of the local companies there. Then later on, basically, uh, my entrepreneurial spirit spirit had kind of kicked in so i kind of ran my consultancy for a couple of years uh, then after that and i the lure to come to states was kind of a little stronger than my entrepreneurial spirit should i say so that's when i kind of moved to the country um so i came here in 97 uh, and i've been and i've been in different places i was in north carolina initially well actually atlanta first and then moved to north carolina now finally i'm in uh, you know in massachusetts uh, in a town called westward um so uh so I'm married uh, with with uh, with uh, my my wife Sapna, who basically is uh, is one of my inspiration for Runners High with Bala because she has been in in since since season three, and I I joined in a season later than her, and I have two kids, uh, you know, who who are you know doing schooling here. A uh, little bit about myself, um, yeah. Uh, further, essentially, I um, I'm primarily in the uh, in the IT software engineering. Side of things, so I'm presently working for um, McKinsey and Company in their technology, uh, you know, uh, practice. Uh, uh, fun side about me would be, uh, you know, I'm I'm actually a concert musician. I play the the Carnatic, uh, you know, percussion instrument called the Murugangam. So I've been a concert musician when I was back in India, and I continue with the same streak. So, so I kind of do quite a few local concerts in and around the New England area, and uh, that's about me. And uh, yeah. I'll look forward to talking, you know, more about you know things concerned with running and stuff like that. And talking about running, though, so I was an avid, uh, you know, uh, like badminton player. And then later on, you know, when I came to states, uh, I couldn't really play badminton much because apparently I couldn't really find like-minded people. But what I did was actually, you know, took to the gym. So I was uh, doing a lot of weight training. So as part of the weight training before I kick it off, I would actually do some, you know, short runs and you know, just just to kind of warm it up. So that was pretty much my exposure to running. Uh, but when I formally got into RHWB, that's when I really kind of went through the training and kind of started seeing the benefits of that. So yeah, more 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 about that. I can probably talk about it. We get to yes, that segment. Yes. yes, yes, we will do that. My God, see guys, one thing, uh, audience, I have seen uh, over the years talking to a lot of people. You know, when you are, uh, you know, so running requires, as you can, as you all know, running requires a certain amount of focus, right? You will not get immediate results. You need to keep at it. You need to keep at it for some time. Then only you get the results. And then when you are keeping at it, there's a lot of, let's say, pain and uh, other things that you have to get over it. Now, why I'm bringing that up is I've seen a lot of musicians, you know, like people who are like, like, see, there is a consummate, uh, you know, Mridangam player. And uh, when I say, when he, as he says, he has been on the stage. He's not like just doing it for uh, fun. So I'm sure he had the journey where initially it was so difficult. Nothing was coming together and he had to be at it, practice it, you know, keep at it before he can really be an exponent of this. You know, that, that thread is common across these kind of activities. And that's something I always, you know, love to see and love to hear. Uh, take uh, Suraj, for example, seven full years of yoga, every day, one hour. That shows a commitment and dedication to whatever he picks up. And that's what I want to talk about today when, when, uh, when we explore uh, these gentlemen's uh, life uh, sort of running career thus far. Thanks, uh, thanks, Sridhar. And I must give a shout out to Sapna, uh, Sridhar's wife, 
uh, she has been, uh, you know, instrumental in inspiring not only for runners, but even me and everybody else. She's a, one of the more uh, key figures in our IT team who, uh, you know, is delivering all those websites and such. So thank you, Sapna, and thank you, Sridhar, for, uh, you know, supporting Sapna in this journey as well. Uh, you've been an amazing support, I know, in various places. Uh, cool. So let's invite the next guest. Go ahead, please. Hi, Balas. Uh, hi, Ranas. My name is Lau Kumar. I was born and brought up in Bangalore. I did my engineering from MS Ramaya Institute of Technology and Electronics. And I worked there for a year. Then I came to US in 1990 for my master's degree program at uh, Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville in electrical engineering. From then on, I've been working in the St. Louis, Missouri area as an IT person. Um, but I'm married to my wife, Sunita, and I have two daughters. The older one is a first-year resident uh, uh, in, in Kansas City. This, the younger daughter is a second-year med student. Uh, from my background, I was never an athletic person other than uh, playing on the street, uh, some cricket, and riding some bicycle. Um, I started running in 2004 on the treadmill after I got uh, health advice from the doctor saying that, hey, change your lifestyle or end up with uh, diabetes, <laughs> type 2 diabetes. So I had seen um, long-term diabetes issues in my family, with my parents as well as others in the family since 1980s. So that was the only motivation which... Uh, kicked me to move out of the couch and uh, do some physical exercise. Um, as an IT person, I've been working um, in the uh, data center uh, data center domain as a Oracle database administrator. Uh, currently, I work for MasterCard. Uh, that's about it. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you, Lava. Thank you for that uh, lovely introduction, father of soon to be two doctors in the family. So daughters to doctors. Um, you know, when I, uh, audience, when I try to find these groups together, I always try to see if there are any commonalities. Mm -hmm. So it'd be easier for us to have that conversation. Um, in this chat, I mean, I have to figure out what are the things that are not common because there's so many things that are common. Let's start, let's, let me list it out. Item number one, both Suraj and Lava went to the same college. And they got to know just five minutes before the recording that the same Bangalore college, just, uh, you know, 10 years apart, I guess. Um, all of them are engineers. All of them came to the U.S. like many, many years ago. You know, never know. None of them have really done any running per se, but they have been, you know, doing dabbling with many other things in life. Um, I think all, all, all of you are father of daughters as well, I think. Yeah, you're right. All of them. Are, yeah, that's true. All of them are the fathers of doctors, uh, daughters. All of them are full marathon finishers huge deal that's why we're going to talk about all three of them are full marathon finishers if you go and talk to them they would have never even thought about running forget about full marathon even thought about running even one or two years before they got into running so just one or two years maybe six months before they got into running so that's in addition to this uh, uh, so, uh sridhar's wife sapna and lava's wife sunita they are sisters I didn't, by the way, guys, when I brought them in, I did not, I forgot about that. You know, they are just my, you know, I'm their coaches. That's how I brought them together. And then suddenly realized, oh my God, there's too much of connection. All three are Kanadikas. All three are from Bangalore, Mysore area. 
oh my god there's too much to say so my challenge now is going to be how to control this uh, this conversation to within 45 50 minutes because i'm sure they have a lot of things in common and they would love to talk so on that let's start with shrida shrida how did you get into running and why running what do you think absolutely a nice way to tee it off thank you bala um so primarily as i said uh, earlier right now i was active back in india is in you know, a more into badminton it's more like a like a hobby sport right and i nothing competitive but you know there were a lot of people who would you know who'd be like minded enough to kind of you know get out on a short notice and kind of you know just to play a game or two you know uh, so we used to kind of do that and uh, apparently i missed those days but when i came to states i didn't really have that you know sort of uh, comrades who could kind of you know just you know pitch in at, at you know moments notice to kind of you know, just play a game or two right so instead what i ended up doing was and i would basically kind of you know uh, go to the gym and you know pump weights so i kind of started doing that and i would you know get a lot of kick out of it right so so i i kind of really took it to you know uh, you know quite quite a good level essentially where i would kind of focus more on bulking up and uh, you know and then try to kind of you know um, hit hit the next level so in fact i also kind of work with 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 a coach as well so i was kind of fairly serious uh, so that really kind of you know bored me well must i say Now, as far as running part was concerned, I would actually run, but only you know prior to you know yeah. the actual routines kicking off. Now that was more like you know getting me warmed up. So that was my exposure to running. Right, the, I would run outside, uh, but not not beyond two to three miles. Right, so that's that's how it was because I used to kind of balance it out. But because my focus was weight training, so running would actually be more of a a, a prelude to that whole process, must I say? Uh, so that was about it, and. Um, Uh, coming to running uh, my wife sapna like you know she basically signed up for season 3 with uh, with your program bala right as you know and apparently all those were all initial days a lot of learnings for everyone um, across the board so i would kind of you know basically uh, you know uh, hear a lot from you know her experience and uh, so before long and you know, i said okay fine let me let me give it a shot and you know, the next season so season 4 is when i kind of picked up Uh, season four was interesting because you know I started off the training. It was kind of going well. Somewhere midway, uh, I think you know, you know, at home I was kind of shifting, you know, some furniture somewhere. I guess I don't even recall the the detail that vividly anymore. So I kind of you know got some kind of niggling injury, and that injury started to kind of you know get more aggravated. I don't think necessarily it was because of running, but somehow that got aggravated. So I didn't want to kind of you know. aggravated because of my running program so i kind of you know took a pass there right almost for months together i was kind of out of commission right. so it was brutal because you know standing with the sidelines waiting for other people you know just advance in in their programs whether it's you know miso 1 2 and kind of went on and on right so then fi- finally you know when when the race day was fast approaching uh, the, the most i could do was okay run like 10 miles right and i still had another couple of weeks before the actual race day happened but at that point and i said you know you know the better part of um, valerus discretion as they say right so i kind of you know, took a step back and so that was the most i ran that season uh, but it was it was a lot of good learnings uh, again uh, the injury as such was not because of running at all it was something else but uh, i mean i was trying to be play, playing smart saying okay i'm not going to aggravate this because of my you know me trying to be too persistent to run the program right to the conclusion so i think that was that was a, a smart thing i did and a lot a lot of learning right um so that was that and the next season essentially was my you know full fledged training where i kind of did right from start to finish and this was my half marathon and that kind of went well um and yeah so again a lot of memorable that's, learnings 
I can and, see that. Uh, yeah. Subsequent yeah. to that was my season five, which is when, again, it was for half marathon. I started off and, uh, and interestingly, you know, that there was, there was this we'll full marathon. That. We'll talk about that. Kind of, yeah, with yeah, me. We'll so we'll kind of get that. to that later. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Right now, let's say, I just want to make sure that, let's see how you got into running. And then yep. we will talk about your season experience very soon. Um, what about you, Surat? How did you get into, into running first? Sure. Uh, I've been a passive runner, I should say. I mean, um, uh, as I mentioned earlier, in the childhood, no athletic background, no running experience at all. After I came to the US, probably um, maybe around 2005, I start. I, I mean, I wanted to keep myself fit. So I used to just run between one to three miles. Um, and um, probably just before COVID hit, probably I did a little bit of stretching, probably five to eight miles. And once I started during COVID, in fact, uh, I mean, without any training, I just uh, went on to the treadmill and told let me see how much I can run and I ran I, I completed a half marathon on the <laughs> treadmill that was funny I mean I realized afterwards after all the training that uh, I mean how bad it was without going through the training program and we'll talk about it later probably um, but uh, my motivation was mainly from my wife Anita uh, she inspired me to get into uh, runners high with Bala she joined this season five of uh, um, runners high with Bala she completed her half marathon so I used to always look at her training and I was very impressed in terms of uh, her continuing looking at the discipline so whenever she used to go out for a run I used to just tag along and kind of run with her and um, just as an inspiration uh, for her as well. So I, I, I ran the f- half marathon with her on the same day, uh, but without being in the group. And when the next season happened, um, in the beginning of the next season, I told I, I need to see, uh, I mean, I like exploring um, the limits. Um, I mean, the same with yoga uh, in terms of what is out there. So similarly, I wanted to explore what are the limits that I have. And that was the reason that I thought, let me sign up for the full marathon directly. And that's how I signed up for the last season's full marathon. That's been my running journey. Beautiful journey. So uh, this is like the you are in the Ekaliva class. So we have this uh, class called Ekaliva class uh, audience. Basic idea here is, um, you know, if you're not part of the journey, there are a cohort who have like, you know, because they couldn't join in for whatever reason, they look at the person who is in and then just follow them, you know, and I, we love it because uh, that's also at the end of the day, mission of runners is to motivate people to be healthy. And this is another form of motivation. And there are enough Ekalivas who were Ekalivas for one season and then they came back and they did so well because now they have, they are part of the full group. And uh, so, you know, uh, uh, thank you for doing that. You know, that requires extra motivation to be uh, on the side and continuing to do that. Awesome, Suraj. What about you, Lava? How did you uh, fall into running? Sure. Um, in 2004, I got a doctor advice saying that either I change my lifestyle or end up with type 2 diabetes. I come from a family with a lot of diabetics, long-term diabetic side effects. So I decided to get do something about it. And I did my, at the same time, my kids were used to take uh, swimming lessons and uh, recreational basketball at the local YMCA. We, we had a family membership. So I decided to go and run on the treadmill. The first day I could run was a mile. So I started working on it. 
And after a couple of years, I found a flyer for a 5K. So I did a 5K and I saw like hundreds of people running and that kind of triggered something in my mind. So then I started searching about reading about running and other things. And there were other events on at the same time around town. There was a half marathon event. At the same time, the family was in India on a long vacation. I didn't have much to do around the house. So I just went and signed up for a half marathon. I thought I will walk and run. Yeah. Then it was a it was a 12-week out event. So I started looking for training. So I did the Google search and started um, started to practice for the run. And I did a first half marathon in 2007. And after that, I ran for like three, four years uh, doing my own research. And in 2011, I quit doing the long distance running, but I became a weekend uh, casual runner. And then came 2020, you know, COVID. And my wife and daughter, who never wanted to run before, they joined RSWB with uh, help from Sapna and seeing Sapna run the half marathons. So I tagged along as a Columbia and started running with them. And the one of the main motivation was the summer um, RVing uh, trip where I'd seen all the nine-year-olds, eight-year-olds running half marathon. I said, maybe... I need to retry and see if I still have something in my legs. So I did uh, the half marathon after that. And season five, I came into the program. Um, I seeing, looking at the structured, measured program. I said, hey, this, this is something I can stick with. Season six, I got injured and I was off for like seven, eight weeks. And finally, I ended up doing a uh, uh, half marathon with Sunita. Uh, so then I said, I, when I did my first half marathon, I wanted to do a four, but I chickened out and I knew it was a lot of, it required training and everything. So since I had seen the podcast about first time runners doing full marathons, I said, hey, maybe I should try it. Worst case, I could do a half. Yeah. If not, I might do a four. So that's how I, my journey started and this is where I am right now. Incredible. Talking of commonalities, guys, I told you, right, there's a lot of commonalities in this group. Um, all three of them got inspired by the uh, better halves to come into uh, running or runner's high, which is amazing to see, right? Sapna, Anita, Sunita. Thank you, ladies, for making this happen. And uh, I have to tell you, audience, when I look at runner's high history, uh, every season, you know, it's always been the case where early seasons, first three, four seasons, percentage of women were around 60%, you know, 40% uh, men. And if I remove the kids out of it, it probably is a little bit more skewed towards women. That's how it was in the early seasons. And now it is 50-50. What does that tell you? It just tells you this Zoom call representation. Women inspired men and their family to join. That's been a common theme. And thereby, you know, the men are catching up in runner's eye which is so powerful, so exciting, so nice to see. So I just want to take a moment to thank all the women in uh, you know, being that motivational force within your family to make it happen. And you first came in, you showed how it can be done, how discipline can, uh, you know, can be uh, inspiring and you landed up inspiring your, uh, you know, your uh, husbands and here they are. That is another beautiful commonality, Sunita, Anita and Sapna. 
Then the other thing is, if you see all three of them in their own right, they were also eclivas. That means if I if I just uh, just for those of you first time hearing this, you know, I know there are about two hundred runners. You know, in this uh, uh, Indian mythology, right? This eclivas wanted to be the the uh, the pupil of Dronacharya for an arrow and for whatever reason he didn't want to do it. So, but Eklaiva mentally assumed Drona is my uh, teacher and he did it himself as if the teacher was there. And then he was supposed to have been much better than Arjun and some other story happened. So the idea here, the idea of Eklaiva is even though you are not part of the original group, you try to mimic the whole group and try to do it yourself. That requires a tremendous amount of trust in yourself and ability to self-motivate and make it happen. That's a very special character and all three of you had that. So that's another beautiful connection. So let's talk about your full marathon season. You know, let's start this time with, uh, uh, with you, Suraj. When you reflect back on your season where you went for full marathon, no, full marathon is not a child's play. It's a big deal. It's a really a big deal. You know, running 42 kilometers, 26 point, uh, you know, one, two miles is not easy. It's not, you cannot wing a full marathon. As they say, you cannot like, you know, try to fool around and just go on treadmill as you did Suraj and just somehow finish a full marathon. You can't do that. If you do it, you will definitely get injured as we all know, right? So full marathon is a serious commitment, a serious decision. And you all did that and you entered the season. So if you reflect back on the full marathon journey, season, not, not the run, but the, not the final day, but the actual season, what are some of the few tidbits that you can share to the audience? Suraj, go ahead. Um, sure. Uh, I mean, um, I had the pleasure of being in the Columbia cohort and looking at the process. Uh, so I, I, I kind of trusted the process. I mean, basically, I mean, whatever the coaches uh, tell you, just flop, follow it blindly. And I'm, I was sure that I'll get there to the end line and finish it. So, I mean, uh, began with me trusting the entire process uh, there. So that was pretty good to start with. Um, and initially, I mean, uh, in terms of tweaking the runs, uh, I mean, I always used to see the comment uh, from you to kind of slow down because I mean, you're so enthusiastic that you want to get started and start running fast. But then I, uh, I then I realized, I mean, uh, I mean about the CP runs and um, looking at all the podcasts that you have with the runners that helped me a lot. I mean, um, and uh, listening to the experience from other co uh, other fellow runners that helped me a great deal as well. I mean, there are the small tidbits that you'll miss just looking at the coaching. So it is very important. It was very important for me to look at all of this. So I never missed one episode of the podcast in the entire run. So I caught up with all of them. And that is when I uh, learned about your body and how it reacts uh, to your runs and how critical it is in terms of running slow first to run fast later. And uh, I think just following the training has helped me throughout the journey. And I should say for me, it was, I mean, like a cakewalk, yes. just following the process. And um, each, each week you see the progress. I mean, as 13 miles was the last, uh, I mean, the biggest run that I've had. Then uh, as you progress 14, 17 and stretching, everything was uh, pretty easy for me. Um, so, uh, I mean, kind of body adapts. Um, so that has been my experience. And I should say that the cohort has been amazing. 
and especially i wanted to thank you the energy and enthusiasm that uh, you show kind of bubbles up uh, it's kind of contagious i should say the energy here within the runners high with bala group and it spreads around uh, and, uh, and 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 i mean keeps you motivated um, that is how uh, for me it was such a joy uh, i enjoyed the season thoroughly um so that's that's my experience here thank you suraj thanks for thanks for your kind words and there are some beautiful tidbits here i want to make sure i pull it out think about this he whatever he explained is a definition of commitment not missing a single uh, you know episode taking the things seriously continuous learning journey it didn't happen by itself nothing no great effort happens by itself you got to be focused you have to align the inputs for you to get the output and that's what he's talking about you know in the, he was serious about it and i i as a coach i can tell you he was so good at it that in between he said bala can i go into the advanced full marathon and i said dude you are, have you done full marathon no so first finish basic full marathon and then he was because he was ready he was because of his seven years of yoga i guess his body was nicely listening to him in the structured training and he was serious he was asking questions he never missed a coach meeting he will ask good questions think about it comments were good so suraj you were like a coach delight you know uh, it's so easy to train you're so coachable i think that's the best way to say and that is because of your commitment you know and uh, you, what you just explained was that so awesome suraj was a great uh, as you say talk about it i am able to remember the season it was so nice and uh, looking forward to the next season of full marathon now you are like a senior full marathon marathoner at this point um lava what about you buddy how was your uh, full marathon journey um my full marathon journey was a pretty good one i would say um i came in to see if i still had something in me to run farther than a half marathon i started off slow i did decrease my speed uh, for the cp runs than what i was doing on the half half marathon um i had to follow all the instructions and the all the instructions about the diet hydration and follow all the um follow the program end to end uh, one of the other main thing which stuck to me was uh, you got to respect the sport yes you can do and i also wanted to see how far my body could take me uh, you do you, you respect the sport follow the instructions follow the diet and other the resting um, suggestions in the group and um, the and and that kind of uh, walked me through the program since i had done the season 5 for the half marathon i knew what to expect and what, what not what to do and what not to do i had to improve on my uh, running skills and diet skills and hydration skills so it was a fun journey um i i kind of uh, found a lot about myself what my body was capable of doing um i think the 17th and 18 mile runs was the one which gave me a turning point to see yeah this is something i could do so yes. that yes. was uh, that, that was kind of the main thing highlight of it uh, other than that there wasn't that many uh, injuries or anything i tried to slow down try to do it one step at a time yeah. so it was a fun ride it was a fun ride 
doing that uh, 17, 18 mile long runs and above, when you get into the serious long distance territory, that's what I call it as, that's when you get the self-confidence, isn't it? I said, oh, okay, I can do it. It looks like I can manage this. Something is happening. This training is beginning to take its effect. I could see the confidence, uh, remember, Lava? I could see the confidence in you build up because you were always not sure whether full marathon can happen because this is a big deal. You knew it. It was a big deal. Uh, and what a journey. And you are right. You were committed also, were dedicated to this. You were not like, you know, taking it lightly under any, because of, you know, uh, the you talked about your diabetic uh, scenario. Guys, uh, I, there is a real uh, proof out there in the running community that running actually does a lot of uh, its magic on reducing sugar. I don't know if you had any good impact on your diabetes side, uh, Lava, because of running. Um, I I still haven't got diabetes yet, so okay. I uh, th running is is an outlet for me to burn off all the extra calories and other things. Got it. So, so you and it, uh, just to make sure, yeah. because the family you are right. uh, susceptible right. to all that. Got it. Right. Um, amazing, amazing. Uh, that was a great journey. You are absolutely right. Full marathon is not something that to gloss over. You got to be serious. You cannot, uh, and when you, the, the way seriousness happens is not missing anything. Again, he's another fight out of material, I think. Suraj is a fight out of material as well. Those of you who don't know, never heard what is fight out of, it's coming your way, guys. Newcomers, we measure everything. We share it with everybody so that if you have done great, if you're not done great, everybody can see it. It's our way of putting a little bit of peer pressure, but metrics that matter. Whatever you measure, you improve. So every MISO cycle end, we provide a dashboard that coaches provide a quantitative and qualitative scoring on how well you are doing training, not in terms of how fast you run. It's about how well you're doing the training in terms of commitment. Are you following through the training program? A 5 out oh means you're walking on water. That means you have not missed anything, literally not missed anything. And uh, anything less than, uh, say, two and below, it means that you've missed a lot of things. And then maybe you have to seriously ask yourself, do you really want to continue this? Because as I said, this is a train that leaves New York Penn Station, this training, and doesn't stop for anybody and goes till San Francisco and constantly increases pace as it goes towards San Francisco. Reverse split. So if you're not able to be on the train, on this training train in the first MISO, I guarantee you cannot be there in MISO 2 and MISO 3. It's very clean. So that's why we provide you that metrics dashboard to give you an idea of where you are on this train. And within that context, this gentleman here, they're all on the higher echelons of that train. You know, they are not only comfortable, they drive it. And that's what we're talking right now. How are they able to do it? It's all about the mindset and an ability to decide and follow through the decision. Okay. Talking about the decision and following through, let's hear see uh, 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 story on what is your full marathon journey? I know there is uh, some interesting uh, stories you have on that. Go ahead, please. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Paula. So, yeah, yeah. as I'd kind of not given a a uh, quick peek my uh, segment of the conversation. So my uh, full marathon uh, initiation happened fairly interestingly. Um, this was in season six, where I was actually uh, training for a half marathon. Apparently, it was all going great. And then uh, because of the, the COVID situation, Boston uh, basically opened up uh, the Boston uh, marathon you know, for a virtual uh, segment. So that kind of you know got us started. Uh, so why, since you know, Boston is in a backyard, why don't you kind of you know throw a hat in the ring, right? 
So this was almost like, uh, you know, two months before we could wind up the program for a half marathon. So then I reached out to, to Bala to say, listen, I don't want to miss out on this opportunity, but I definitely want to kind of, you know, uh, you know, partake of this opportunity, right? So then we had to pivot a little bit in terms of training, what we had to do and things like that. So one of the key things that we thought you know, we should do is basically, you know, drop my speed, right? Um, so that way, you know, if I run slow, I can run, of course, and everyone knows it. You run fast, but more than that, for me, it was run farther, right? So that's essentially the key lesson for me. So I kind of diligently started following that, you know. So whatever additional runs I was doing, I was kind of tacking on, you know, additional miles. So that way I can be within myself comfortable saying, yes, I can kind of knock this off, right? Um, I don't really care about the speed, but I just want to make sure I kind of complete this, you know, you know happily without you know, uh, suffering any injury, you know, post-run, right? So that was my clear-cut goal. So I kind of, you know, started working towards it. And uh, so the race day happened and, you know, so we were able to kind of successfully complete the, the marathon. In fact, uh, my wife Sapna also kind of joined me in this um, in virtual marathon, uh, you know, fray. So, yeah, that was an interesting. So we think, you know, because we both kind of ran together. So that was kind of memorable one. So that was my first uh, foray into full marathon. And following that is when I signed up for a full marathon program. Uh, that was a uh, season seven. And uh, so that, that uh, again, you know, there I was kind of being absolutely, you know, like uh, very tuned into the whole program, you know, trying to be diligent on, on trying to kind of, you know, knock off the, you know, uh, the, the particular routines I had, you know, for each week. And then you know, trying to be honest to yourself, you know, not try to push yourself. If you had any kind of niggling injury, just, you know, just, just trying to you know, play safe, you know, just listen to your body, right? Now, don't get too 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 extravagant in, in what you want to achieve right uh, because it, it's it's a long 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 journey right so it's not going to get over in a week or two because it's it's going to happen over months together right so keep that in mind so the the goal is the grand goal which is basically you know making sure your journey completes successfully right the race is just uh, you know uh, cherry on the cake let me put it that way right so regardless of whatever you do as long as you be true to the program, I think the, the race day is going to just, just, you know, happen because there's just no other way out there, right? It has to happen. It'll happen. So the key thing is, you know, the, the learning that you put in and the learning that you're going to, uh, you know, harvest, right? That's the, 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 you know, the benefits you have to really look at. It's not so much about, you know, what you do in the race day, right? The race day is going to happen as long as you've been truthful to your whole journey. That has been my, my, my key takeaway in all this. Um, so the second marathon, apparently I ran in, um, in Newport, Rhode Island. Um, so I also had a cohort who kind of ran along with me. So that was, that was a wonderful experience. Um, so I was very mindful of nutrition, hydration, a lot of these things, and obviously kind of gets built into the whole ecosystem. Um, so it, 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 it was, it was a, a very consummate whole season because, you know, I trained for it and I basically, you know, consummated, you know, with actual race happening, you know, in, in, a, in a real race scenario. So that was my journey and I kind of look forward to it. And that's essentially what goaded me to, you know, continue and encore for the season two. So third full marathon. I mean, yeah. dude, third full marathon is not, it's, it's something humongous, big one. And it's, and you guys are a second full marathon. In runner's eye, one of the things, guys, you will soon realize is I, it's a little bit, should I say, I, I'm like, guys, uh, like the distances have become lost its value a little bit in runners. You know, like people, because a nine-year-old kid do half marathons. So people like, yeah, I'm doing my third full marathon. Somebody will say, yeah, this is my sixth full marathon. 
full marathon is a really, 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 really big deal. <laughs> so for someone to just get into the third full marathon just in one and a half years ago, where he has not done, uh, maybe he just started off with a half marathon, not even done a half marathon, I think. To do third training for the third full marathon is a journey of historical proportion. Same thing applies to Surya, same thing applies to Lava. You all should feel very proud about it. And, uh, you know, uh, let's step back, always step back and think that because the runners a community is a, is a very high standard community when it comes to total mileage. Um, talking of that, let me just pull out some beautiful nuggets from Sridhar's story. I hope you caught this point. He was training for a half marathon and somewhere in the middle, he diverted and went into full marathon. That is not a normal course of action. Okay. That was one off thing. He had one and a half months time. And we discussed in seriously the risk and reward scenario. And, and there was a clear, uh, you know, because they were senior runners by the time. They were not like they were doing from season four or something, right? So they knew they've been running for one and a half years. So they made a call consciously that, you know, this is something we know it's not a, you know, a normal thing. So they did really slow. They trained. They did some long runs, went up to 20 miles long runs, even though they didn't complete the full season. So it's a huge coup, I would say. Uh, in, uh, you know, in Sridhar and kudos to Sridhar and Sapna. But second more important thing is he realized that it's not about crossing the finish line of a full marathon journey. As he beautifully explained, full marathon is about what you are doing to get to the start line. That is the real journey. You know, that is what is the training of full marathons. That is when life change happens, your body, soul, everything change happens because you're doing something amazing to your body and mind and soul. And Sridhar, that's what he was talking about. The idea here is the learning from the entire training. That's what brought him to the next season. And that's what he did next season, last season. And now he's back again, right? So that was a very important nugget uh, about this training, overall training. Don't go by that one day. If you focus on the training, that one day will happen again and again and again. If you just focus on that race day, that's only one day you will check the mark and that's it. After that, you won't come back again. What's the point of that? You know, so that was very beautifully said, uh, Sridhar. So now uh, let's start this time with Suraj again. Suraj, take us into your full marathon day. You know, when you did your full marathon, I know it was a virtual full marathon. And uh, and I know it was COVID time or I think you that you did the runner's eye virtual alone. That was unfortunate because I know you missed out on the race day. You had to travel or something like that, if I remember it correctly. Doing a full marathon itself is a big deal. Okay, guys, doing it alone is craziness because you, <laughs> you're running alone on top of the doing it for the first time. That's like complete craziness because that's the, the worst input combination you can get. Because at, after mile 18, you are alone. You feel like, what the hell I am doing in my world right now? <laughs> what am I doing here? So I'm sure all of these kind of emotions you had to deal with. So Suresh, let us understand like what, how was your full marathon day doing this alone sure yes i mean unfortunately i was not able to attend any of the races uh, official races or the race that rhwb sets up uh, because i was traveling to cancun and it was the spring break for the kids otherwise i'd have changed my plans uh, um, the experience uh, i mean was i mean i should say that it's unknown territory for me. I've never traveled that distance. So uh, I should say a little bit anxious, but not worried at all. I mean, I usually don't take stress in terms of anything. Take it as it comes. Uh, 
uh, live the moment and continue with that. And I trusted the process and I knew for sure that I was confident that I mean, irrespective, I'm going to finish it. Uh, there was so no you just ran around the house or something? No, I mean, uh, I have a... Um, there's Carnegie Center, it's a set of offices and there's a, a neat loop for running. It's like a bike trail. Okay. Uh, it's a 2.2 mile loop. So basically I ran close to 13 or uh, 12 or 13 uh, rounds around that. You had uh, water and all kept in one place, you go. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, that is what I learned from the previous group. Be prepared for that uh, race. Uh, so you'll have to put a little bit of thought before the race. So I kind of kept all my hydration um, at places, uh, strategic places, so that I could kind of pick it up and drink. And uh, um, I had a pace uh, uh, in mind as well where I wanted to finish. Uh, so I, I didn't want to slow down and things like that. So if you if you take a little bit of time in terms of planning that, that absolutely helps. Um, and um, I, I mean, I was glad that a few of my fellow runners, uh, RHWB cohorts came there to kind of support uh, uh, me as well. Uh, thank you to all. And there was one of uh, experienced runner who kind of ran with me for the last uh, three, four miles. So that helped me tremendously as well. Um, so, I mean, I just wanted to mention about a few learnings, right? Uh, through through this process as, as how the entire process uh, of the season helped me, right? I mean, you have the discipline and commitment, that's the key. I mean, you just follow it and uh, I'm sure everybody are gonna finish it. No, no questions asked there. And as you progress through the um, uh, run, uh, especially once you reach that half marathon mile and go beyond that, I mean, you have the tremendous confidence that you can run any distance. I mean, literally I used to feel that I can run a half marathon every day, literally. I can wake up and just run a half marathon without uh, anything. So that's the confidence that you gain. And the key aspects are the strength training, right? I mean, strength training has helped tremendously. I didn't miss a single one. Um, as you kind of have small niggles, you realize that how important it is uh, and the customized training for each of the, uh, um, I mean, uh, the core muscles involved in running, including the upper muscles and so on, uh, provides the, that uh, extra strength and value uh, to your runs. So uh, I can't um, uh, talk about the importance that you need to provide for the strength training. And the finally, the diet, right? Um, uh, you do mention about the diet in terms of no sweets and um, um, uh, no junk food generally have a fruit. So I kind of tried to follow that was not very disciplined. This is, that's one of the goals for this season in terms of making it better, but that helps a, a lot as well. I mean, you eat some junk food or kind of uh, uh, work, I mean, go outside your healthy options you feel that show up in your runs. It kind of slows it down. You feel that. So it is very important to kind of stick to your uh, nutrition, hydration, all of those plans. Uh, and then that's that's the all of following all of this is what made it a cakewalk. My experience on the rain day, just to bring it back, has been uh, very easy. Um, and up to up to mile twenty. Absolutely nothing. I was like uh, nine minutes uh, at a pace of nine. That is how I was going uh, the first 20 miles. 
and mile 21 is why i had to slow down because i kind of had a cramp on my uh, calf muscles it literally kind of i couldn't move further uh, i had to slow down um, that is when i decided that i need to put a little extra time in my strength training and make sure that uh, <laughs> for the following season uh, i kind of overcome that but uh, i mean it slowed down to maybe 10 to 11 pace um, i just made the um, 4 minutes 1 minute 23 seconds was the pace that i had uh, to finish off the marathon 4 hours, just, four hours. Four hours. yeah sorry 4 hours 1 minute uh, 23 seconds so uh, just missed the mile so i i thought the strength training i could have put in given my 100% there probably i'd have finished better but uh, overall as i mentioned it was a breeze for me and uh, a absolutely fantastic experience incredible journey for a first time full marathon to come that close to a 4 hour break that's just unbelievable stuff unbelievable for a full marathoner running alone even if you didn't do strength training suraj let's assume everything was the same you just had run with people you know, instead of alone, you had like a race day experience, even runners are race day experience, you can shave off another three, four minutes straight away, you know, because it's just that when you're with people, you, you know, you're exhausted, especially the 20th, 26th mile, you said that one of your runners ran with you, friends who ran with you, I know that person is so good of him to do that. Uh, but that is the significance of the achievement. Doing this alone, four hours, one minute for the first time, full marathon, that means your mind and body doesn't even know what needs to cope up with. Now, when you run again, you already know how the body is going to be. 20 to 20, you will always adjust yourself. Incredible. Some beautiful nuggets here, folks. I just have to bring that out. He was confident that he can do it. And that confidence didn't just happen because of some brash confidence, you know. He was confident because he put in the work. So especially the kids here, you want to be expert at doing it or doing anything. You have to keep doing it millions of times. Then only you become expert of doing it one time. If you want to be an expert of doing one time, you have to do that many, many times. The same thing. That is when you do it. And he, that's what he did. He never missed anything. Focused on everything. And then when he came into the final day, it was like a student well prepared for the examination. He wasn't afraid of the examination. He was waiting for the examination. You know, that's just one. The second thing is preparation is key. In long distance running, don't take anything for granted. Even a small issue will blow up into a big problem if you don't focus on it. Like he talked about the mile 20, he had this beginning of niggles and all that stuff. It is good that he focused on it a little bit. So he completed it for uh, 401 something. If he didn't focus on it and he ignored it, he said, ah, it's okay, pain is there. I'll take care of it after 26th mile. Trust me, mile 23 would be shut down. You know, And then he would be probably limping to his line and he probably will finish in five hours plus. So these are all small things that every small thing actually adds up to a big, it is like, you know, you have a small, um, you know, a small object and you throw light behind the object. The object is small, but if you see the reflection on the wall, it's huge, right? That is how you should be thinking. The marathon is a divergent light falling on the wall. Anything in between might be a small insect, but it'll appear as a monster on the wall. And the wall is the full marathon day. So you got to make sure that there is no insect, there is no nothing in that path of divergent training for full marathon. You do that now, your wall will be blemishless and it will be like, you know, you will be able to do it really well. Well, uh, well said and uh, congratulations, buddy. Four hours, one minute is, uh, 
is a big deal. I know you will break the coveted four-hour mark and enter into rarefied uh, full marathon territory. I think we have only few people who have broken for four hours uh, in our uh, large community of uh, runners. And once you break four hours, you are into the next uh, level of, uh, you know, you go from amateur to maybe quasi, you know, like pro-am kind of a thing, like where you get into the real, uh, you know, segment of fast runners. Boston, maybe next trip is your Boston qualification. You know, that's a that's a big step, but uh, why not? Why not, Suraj? If you have the same thought process mindset, you can do that. And I really... Yeah, I should- I should say I'm inspired by Deepak and Sapna. Uh, my my goal is the ultra marathon. In fact, this season I was planning to sign up, but let me. I thought I'll go for the four four hour mark first before signing up for the ultra marathon. Yes, but, I, mean, I think you can. Uh, I mean, you see examples in the cohort uh, that uh, inspire you. So I take inspiration from a lot of folks uh, out there. Absolutely, awesome, awesome, great story, Lava. What about you? How was your full marathon day, man? Sure. Um, it was a pretty good one. My expectation on the race day was um, around six hour mark um, because that's how I had uh, trained for the all of the weeks. So I went in and uh, from I took all the instructions what you given. You need to be in the Buddha mode. Do yes. your hydration, do your wash your pace and everything. Actually, we signed up to start off an hour early because uh, the Newport uh, Marathon had a time limit of six hours, 30 minutes. So we started off an uh, hour early. Uh, I followed most of the instructions and seeing um, all the runners, I kind of went <laughs> beyond my expected pace than <laughs> what, was, uh, what I had planned for. Um, we, I was keeping up with uh, everybody, but we are in the tail end. Um, I knew up till mile 20, it, would, uh, it, it wasn't going to be a problem. Beyond that, anything was a bonus for me. Every mile I did, it was a bonus. Uh, I followed most of the instructions here at UN. And all the training, the fart-like training or the slow and uh, fast training, all of those things came into picture uh, in the last four or five miles. Um, um, it, some of the things, um, uh, and in the Newport uh, race, people also had a lot of age stations every two miles. So that kind of helps uh, helped a lot. And uh, they had a lot of cheerleaders at every age station and every few few hundred yards so that was a big motivation too so it was a it it was a pretty nice experience and also the weather cooperated quite a bit it was uh, it, it was when we started the race it was high 40 so by the time we ended the race it was uh, 50s high 50s so that kind of helped a lot and um, one more thing was about uh, well, it, when I ended the race, it was way beyond my, from the timing, I, it was way beyond my expectation. My timing was 13 minutes, 15 seconds per mile average, but I kind of finished in 12 minutes, five seconds average. So it was a very nice experience. And Sridhar was also there uh, along with me. So it was uh, seeing uh, everybody run and Sridhar also run, it was uh, 
yeah. pretty good experience. I mean, you did you say six hours? How, how much you completed? You said I missed that. How, what was your timing? My timing was five hours seventeen minutes. You broke your six hour, buddy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Five hours seventeen? No joke. I'm sure all the cheerleaders yeah. helped you there for shaving off like four oh, yeah. of the target. That's what I was telling Suraj there, uh, dude. What an what a journey, Alava. Someone who never, I mean, who thought that you'll never run again, to getting inspired by your wife, yeah. and then signing up for a full marathon of all things, and then not only signing up, doing a beautiful season, absolutely full body transformation in terms of fitness and all that, and then doing a full marathon in a real race at five fifteen or so. uh with your friends and family together i mean that is that is a, a moment in life i'm sure you will remember for a long time uh, yeah. yeah it was a 15 year old wish which i had given up on and wow. finally <laughs> i came to peace with it i'm so glad i'm <laughs> it was fun <laughs> i am so glad i'm small a small part of that huge uh, sort of achievement of your life and uh, how was your uh, sort of experience like what went through your mind when you crossed the finish line Or did he even have the energy? Uh, it was exhausting, but uh, it was awesome. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that I ran a full marathon, and uh, it was awesome. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I actually I had to thank uh, the RSWB community and all the coaches as well as you and the family to be uh, walk me through this journey. It was uh, it was an awesome experience. Amazing man! Thank you, and uh, behalf of the community, just uh, want to say thank you. Fantastic, Shridhar. What's your this time real full marathon season seven journey? How was your last day, the race day? Yeah, sure. Um, so one of the things that um, was special this time was um, like Sunita and Lava. They decided to kind of you know, join us for this race, so they flew down from St. Louis. Uh, so it kind of made it as a you know like a like a fuller family kind of gig, so to speak. Um, so as lava said you know, so we kind of started like an hour earlier than the usual kickoff time because you know we just wanted to kind of make sure that we kind of you know stuck within the you know the allowed time limit so um, yeah it it uh, went on pretty well so we had a bunch of runners that you know started off early just like us um so almost uh, for the uh, 18th to 20th mile so that was one of the things and I that I was kind of little hesitant saying you know what what could potentially happen but luckily it was incident free at that point in time so from that point onwards uh, i think you know uh, things kind of kept chugging uh, well uh, i there was a lot of urge for me to actually amp up the speed because i still had gas left in the tank but one of the things i wanted to do was kind of you know rein it down as much as i can because you know end of the day you know i, I just want to make sure that i kind of complete it you know with, without really overstretching myself so that that was my clear cut goal um so um, Uh, again as lava kind of called out a lot of the, the the aspects to it so there were a lot of hydration stations so i would diligently kind of make sure i kind of pass to kind of you know hydrate myself uh and along the way and also you know chew on the the chewables and you know suck on the on the goo stuff and all that right so so that really kind of kept me going throughout um of course although in the last uh, you know few miles you know pretty much i was i, I felt enough uh, was dead tired you know especially in in the low half of my body so that i kind of attribute to towards me you know probably having to you know having not done that great uh, you know journey in my strength training i would say 
So that's a good takeaway for me for the next season. So that that was a big lesson for me. Um, but otherwise, I think overall it was a fantastic journey. You know, being in the, in the real racing atmosphere, right, and trying to kind of feed off each other, right. Feeding off each other is great, but at the same time, you know, you you want to also rein in the urge to and not to get too extravagant, not to get too ahead of yourself because that's, that's, into it. That's, that's, that's going to be game over at that point in time, right? So, so that that was a key thing. So that's kind of really. help me kind of you know rein it down because of, because of the discipline like kind of you know being there done that sort of thing so that kind of helped mm-hmm. me uh, and i would probably you know carry that forward and all that's a message i would convey to a lot of the you know the new new runners or people who have been doing this for a few years you know but but this message is not going to get old at all beautiful so when you compare your sort of first full marathon where you you know took a detour last minute in the training and somehow made the full marathon happen versus the second full marathon where you went through the full training process do you mm. see any did you see any notice any differences in the race day <clears throat> yeah in the race day because getting into the race day itself right so there was a lot more planning involved a lot more structure involved so there there was a method to this whole madness right so because i've kind of you know, put in like a good season worth of training right so it won't it won't go wasted anyway so so i had that sort of a like a like a gangho attitude so to speak but at the same time you know um, i had great learning you know from my previous journey where i had to kind of do a detour to run my boston um, virtual even there you know the, i i had gas left in the tank to basically kind of run a little faster but i reined it down completely my idea was to basically okay i want to finish it finish in fairly decent time but at the same time i don't want to overexert to the point where i you know would regret why i even ran fast right correct, correct. so so that same lesson uh, to be very frank i kind of carried that forward to my 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 true season where i kind of ran the you know the the road island uh, newport marathon as well um so so that that was kind of a replica i followed uh, later on but the thing is uh, of course it was you know backed with solid you know uh, full season of training you know for my newport marathon so that was the big differential there Beautiful, beautiful. And how how like what was your timing when you finished your full marathon? In- yeah. So my virtual marathon, it was uh, you know probably a, a few minutes you know past six hours, but my uh, Newport marathon, which happened a season later, I, it was about five five hours and twenty twenty plus minutes. Brilliant, brilliant. Thirty yeah. minutes yeah. shaving of PR, just like that, <laughs> on a full marathon course. Uh, That's right. Nice. No, I- it was almost like forty plus minutes. 40 minutes of pr yeah, it's, it's unbelievable that's your training impact i mean if for uh, for a regular runner that's your training impact directly you know if you do a training it impacts the race day positively like how suraj had the confidence or lava had the you know uh, uh, re- felt well prepared to the shaving of 40 minutes all of this input you know corresponds to output it's pretty simple you cannot wing it full marathon truth comes out beautifully um so i mean guys very very as a coach i'm very very proud of what you guys did and even more proud that you guys decided to come back and do the same thing again that just tells you that you are in for the long long run you're not here i mean pun intended <laughs> you are in for the long run here and uh, it's so fantastic okay let's bring it home uh, it's been a fascinating i don't know 40 45 minutes of conversation that flew by very quickly uh, suraj just a tweet length one or two bullet points advice to 250 plus new runners who are starting this season and they are just in their first meso cycle what advice you would give them 
I would say just keep it simple. Um, be committed and disciplined, and you're sure to cross the finish line. And no, no questions asked. That keep is it, all. Keep it simple. Follow the instructions. Don't overthink. Just make it happen. That's what you're saying. Beautiful. Yeah. Well said. Very well said. Lava. Uh, simple. In a simple way is uh, follow the program. Listen to your body, and have fun. Have fun it's, and listen to your body. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, how do you, uh, in, can you think of one instance where you had fun during training? Did you go and do a destination runs kind of a thing? Uh, not during the training program, but we did do the destination run in uh, Hawaii after the um, race. So it's running is fun. You, awesome. you got to have fun and it's uh, your time. It helps you go through it and you can solve a lot of your own problems during running. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Me time. It's one of those high quality me time guys that in our hustle and bustle of life, most of us miss out on because we always do multitasking. But me time in running, nothing comes close to it. Those of you who listened to my last podcast, that professional runner, she also said the same thing. She's running because of the me time she gets. Absolutely agree. Sridhar? Yeah, for me, I think um, it might sound a bit philosophical, but what I would say is just take joy in what you want to do, right? Um, you might miss a day's training or you might miss a week's training, but that's it. Just leave it at that, right? So you can always hop back and kind of continue the thing. But Because if you don't sign up for what you have initially signed up for, then, then the whole cause is lost, right? So keep that in mind, right? The grand goal is to basically go through the journey and then finally sign it off you know, with, with the race, right? So keep that grand goal in mind. So if you miss a, a day here, if you miss a week here or two weeks, so not a big deal. But, but you know, to just have the joy that you, you are part of the program and you want to get something out of it. So if you can get those basic things in mind, I think the rest of the things you know, will just fall in place. Beautiful words. What a, what a beautiful way to sort of bring this uh, to a close. Gentlemen, I cannot say uh, enough how proud I am of all of you, especially the achievements of last season. We all are, not just me, the entire community's first time full marathoners. They are very special because they are like the beacon of inspiration for so many folks to follow. And I'm sure just by doing it, a lot of people got inspired looking at you and saying, you know what, all the new full marathoners who have joined, I can guarantee you they would have looked at you, you know. Uh, and said, hey, these guys have just done their first full marathon and they seem to be just regular people, person like me. Maybe I should sign up too. And you know, the, we are at the historical high when it comes to the number of full marathoners this time, as you all know. I think our full marathon cohort is close to 40. That's craziness because our, first, <laughs> our third season total number was 40. <laughs> so we are like in, uh, in, in rarefied atmosphere for me. So it's, uh, it's thanks to you guys. Uh, continue the inspiration continue this journey. It's a macro cycle, five, seven year journey you should uh, think of it as. You don't have to do full marathon every season. Um, definitely not. Uh, you'll just run down your body quite a bit. That said, I do it. To see two full marathons a year is my journey. And it's totally doable. Totally doable. I mean, you don't have to do anything more. Like, I mean, as long as you don't have the idea that every uh, full marathon, I won't do a PR. Then it becomes a whole new ball game. I mean, uh, Suresh, maybe you're young and you can totally do that and get to the Boston. Uh, but generally, I'm saying for others, you can't address every race to be a PR race. Then that having fun element goes off after a point of time because you're putting so much pressure onto yourself. 
you should get into a zone where steady state zone where you're doing it for the other elements of other than pr other things that running gives you know and then uh, so that's that's the mode i am in two full marathons every year and then i believe in destination full marathons that means i combine vacations with full marathons i go and try to pick and choose different full marathons whole new world out there guys it's just especially all of you are i consider the covid runners so you have come from the unfortunately the worst end of running into running but now the world opens up and now you will see the full grandeur of this marathon ecosystem it's just unbelievable absolutely unbelievable and i can't i know you guys going to experience it you're going to love it you're going to come back to it again and again more so so i wish you all the good luck not for prs but for a long extended journey with this beautiful thing called running which improves your mind improves your body family connections especially in your cases your family is also running so you have additional sort of bonding opportunities to run with your wife run with your kid etc and uh, you know continue to inspire our community by just doing what you're doing and thank you for being absolutely a delight for a coach uh, to train you guys and um, thanks for the time it's a beautiful uh, yeah so bala to what to one of the points that you mentioned earlier i would like to quickly summarize that as run slow to run farther absolutely run slow to run farther maybe time for uh, next uh, next season's uh, you know tagline contest tagline oh there we go <laughs> start marketing i gave it away i think <laughs> start marketing it right. um, thank you lava thank you yeah. uh, suraj and a big shout out to you thank my you, friend bala, bala okay. for being thank the you. you know the the very evident sutradhar in all this process okay, thanks you thank you yep. thank you can't agree more um, the enthusiasm that you bring i mean it is uh, as i mentioned it's just contagious thanks. thank you thank you guys Yay. take care soon man take take care take care bye bye, bye see everybody bye.